Welcome to Seeing Beyond, Living Transformed with mediums Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy. Over the next hour, you'll hear engaging conversations that will guide you in your own journey of personal growth and transformation. Now, here are your hosts, Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's program, Seeing Beyond, Living Transformed on the Voice America channel on empowerment. Thank you guys so much for being with us today. Today, we have been waiting for this show to happen. Uh, we have a very special guest, Lori St. Clair, Master Evolutionary Astrologist. So we'll be talking with her to, on today's program. But first, I'd like to say hello to my colleague. Hello, Kelly. How are you today? Hello, everybody. I am doing great on this wonderful Wednesday, and I'm excited to hear all about your evolutionary astrology, Lori. And Lori is an amazing person. So I know how intelligent she is. You guys are in for a great show. Oh, that's yes. great. Uh, today's show is called Using Evolutionary Astrology to See Your Soul's Path. So we're going to be using that today. We're going to ask Lori, what is evolutionary astrology and how is it going to help us? Uh, I first want to tell you a little bit about Lori St. Clair. Uh, Lori is a master of evolutionary astrology. She practices the astrology of freedom and free will to help her clients live their most empowered life. She is also a natural born medium, as well as extensively trained by the top mediums in their field. She has studied with the world-renowned Arthur Finley College Tutors in the UK. Lori's also been featured on well-known radio shows, The Michael and Raphael Tamora, Living the Miracle. Lori enjoys working with clients one-to-one -one and also at spiritual circles and women's retreats. So there's plenty more that Lori's going to be sharing with us, but I want to welcome Lori St. Clair to the program today. Well, thank you, Cheryl. Carol and Kelly, it's such an honor to be here. I'm so excited to talk with you guys. It's always great to see you. You know, Lori, um, the first thing, if I can jump out of the gate and just help us understand what is evolutionary astrology, because I've gotten readings with you. you have, you're so right on. You told me things that you know are so true in my family and me and my life and what's happening and what happened. But what does evolutionary astrology mean? How do you define that? Well, evolutionary astrology is particularly focused on helping people to make the best decisions possible with um, the information in the astrological chart. Um, and in particular, it focuses on the nodes of the moon, the north and south node. And this is an indicator of um, what you have done and accomplished in past life and what your evolutionary growth path is in this life. Now, some people might not believe or subscribe to um, uh, reincarnation. So I always say, you know what? It's been proven scientifically that genetically things are passed down, trauma, et cetera. So even if you don't subscribe to that, we can look at these particular points in your chart because the moon has to do with your, um, your past. It also has to do with your mother, your emotions, things that you do unconsciously and subconsciously. So that's, you know, one of the best things about evolutionary astrology is it has 
a much more spiritual bent, not to say that other astrology is not, but for me, um, I'd been studying astrology for quite a while before I found out uh, about evolutionary astrology, and it really just put it all together in a much richer context. Um, so it really helps people to kind of see their habit patterns and how to get out of them and move forward. And a lot of people will want me to tell them, you know, give me a prediction. And I feel that really takes people's power away because you making your own decision with the information is the thing that's going to really help you in developing confidence and your ability to make decisions, um, to get uh, further along on your spiritual path. So in other words, it's more of you're using this for them as an, a tool for them to really um, empower them to make their own decisions and choices based on this information, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, is the, the astrology chart, the astrology is never wrong. I love that. I know. It's My, crazy right. It's isn't like, it? It's insane. Like how right it is. Absolutely. My mentor used to always say, you know, it's the astrology is never wrong. You know, it's, it's about the art of interpretation mm-hmm. and it is, sorry. Do you yeah, have a question? But, well, yeah. Knowing that though, does that mean that people don't have, um, the opportunity, like sometimes something says, you know, that there's certain things that are going to happen at certain times in their life. Do mm-hmm. they have, does this knowing this in advance, give them the ability to make different decisions and change that? I, I think so because it's a co-creation and in the chart, when you look, you know, we, I feel come in with a certain map, a certain um, plan You know, it's a program. If you go to a play, you get a program about what's going to happen. And so it's there's certain things that can happen, you know, during your lifetime. But the consciousness that you bring to it is what makes the difference. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like to focus on is helping people with their awareness of the possibilities of what could happen. And and particularly during certain time periods. Um, So. Does that help you? Yeah, I have another question. Yeah, so sure. I, I am like, I love astrology. Okay. I know you do. And I, I love like you love, love it. it. Yeah. So my question is, for example, my son's chart, when I ran it when he was a baby and I ran his dad's and they had almost the stars, almost they're different signs. Uh-huh. Dad's birthday's in June. He's a Gemini. My son was a Cancer. He was in July. But everything in the stars were almost identical except for a couple things on their charts, both of them. And I thought, what a weird synchronistic coincidence. Of course, I'm going to notice this because I'm that kind of a nerd. Oh yeah. You know, and I was obsessed with it. My sister had the software that ran it when, um, when, when a long time ago, I was like, look, my son would be 27. So this is of course 26 years ago. Right. Right. And, um, one of the things I noticed is that there was opportunities. It looked like from reading the chart where that, he may pass at a certain age or at a, at a certain time. Yes. And, and they were, one of the ages was um, 18 and the other one was 22. And then there was another one um, later in life. And of course he passed at 20 between 18 and 22. And I just think that's so interesting. 
how accurate his was because it talked about him getting in trouble with the law when he hit, you know, the teen years and he did, he was in trouble with the law. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. It it, it so fascinates me. And, and I just, I want to understand like, how does that work and how do we change things that could happen? Well, if if we're open, absolutely. Absolutely. If you are open to it. And it's interesting because for me, it's always that thing of freedom you know, fate versus free will. And Mm -hmm. I always think that is a variable every day. You know, sometimes it's 50-50, sometimes it's 49-51. And I do feel that certain things we do have planned out, but, you know, we have soul contracts, but sometimes, you know, that person that we had the contract with, it doesn't exactly follow the contract because we do have free will. And the thing is, like you said, you can see in certain people's charts, um, they'll be more prone to maybe accidents or something violent could happen. Um, and this is not to scare people because yeah. we're all mediums on here. We know that life goes on and we're all here for experiences. Um, but there are, and as you know, with most people, there are particular windows where people are more likely to pass. Yes. And and so that's the thing. It could be, I mean, you've seen where um, you have someone that you think, you know, when they're older, oh, this will be the time they pass. And then they, you know, they keep living like 10 more years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. My mother. Right. And yeah. And so, so that's the thing there, there's those things where the person's, um, you know, uh, just they they choose to just stay longer. And, mm-hmm. and that's part of the, the changing that. Um, so I just want to come back to your question and make sure, is there anything else that you wanted clarification on that? Well, no, I mean, I could go, you know, I could talk well, the whole show through this. I, me too, me too. I know, subject. I know. I got, I always get, I make myself laugh at how excited I get I, I, about I, astrology. I'm but surprised I, I'm not an astrologist because I love it so much, but I'm uh, not. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? You have to decide in life. There's so many yeah. things that you could choose to do. Right, right. But Kelly, I want to touch back on you looking at um, the charts together, you know, like family patterns are mm-hmm. fascinating. Yes. You look at charts together, like everybody in my family, and I have a big family, eight people, have a lot of planets at 21 degrees. And so there's always a similarity and connection. And when you meet people that you really get along with, you'll see how your charts go together. Um, even when someone comes in at a certain time in your life, there may be a, um, a connection just through the progressions. So where their chart is at that time, and then they move away, you know, as yeah. that progression moves away. So anyways. Well, it just fascinates me. I mean, um, I love to see patterns. Yes. And, and, and that's what I see a lot with astrology in my family, too. Absolutely. It's even looking in my genealogy, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Mind-blowing. It it certainly is. Well, I have 
Well, go, go ahead, ahead, Cheryl. I was just going to say, I mean, I know we we hope, Lori, that you teach a class because, you know, I don't know if you're doing any teaching right now or anything, but my God, I mean, it is so fascinating. I mean, to know that, you know, when you read a chart, you can, you know, tell people there are opportunities coming or there's windows of opportunity or windows to exit or i mean you're because you are as an evolutionary astrologist you are connecting with the soul right like you are the soul is in the stars how's that you know what i love that you said that because i was just saying the other day that um you know another thing they have proved scientifically that we actually are made of the stars and so biologically, we are connected and people would always say, well, how can the planets affect, you know, our lives? And a lot of that comes from people fearing they're going to be controlled. And it's like, no, we're all part of this big dance and we're here to do our part in it. And it's not about the control. It's about the connection. You know, the moon moves the tides of the ocean. Right. So, yeah. I mean, there's so much to it, too. It's so fascinating. To me, it is totally scientific, and I can't see how anybody could disprove it. Yeah, well, you know, it's just what people... And, and like, I don't try to sell it to anybody. I don't try to convert them. All roads lead, lead to home. And yes. if it's something that can help you, that's great. You know, everybody has something different. So yeah. I have two questions now. One, okay, how on earth did you even get into astrology like how did it all start like you what know, is like what was your first were you medium first a healer like how did it all happen I was not a medium first I was very didn't get that for a long time that I was a medium but I'll tell you I was so interested in astrology as even a kid and I don't want to we're just going to say over 40 years ago we'll go that way that I was um, buying Linda Goodman's Sun Signs. You know, that's a classic. Everybody knows that. Sydney Omar's, that's probably dating me. Um, You know, a a horoscope book, the Star Scrolls. And I was really into it. I was really into mythology, you know, and that has to do with archetypes. And that's really the basis for psychology. Um, And and I was just fascinated by it. And I was always... um, into it. And when I actually started taking um, classes, it was funny because it's so quick and easy for me. And people would be so mad that had been in the classes for a long time. And because I would just get it like that. And, and I would go, well, don't you see it? It's just right there. And so anyways, but you know, it's just something that was really natural to me. I, I'm sure I've done it before. Right? Yeah. I know as a child, I used to go every January 1st to put my quarter in the machine, starting at age four, three ah, or four, to get right. my yearly horoscope right. out of the machine. Yeah. That was in the 1970s, early yes. 1970s. Yes. And yep. my mom would laugh because we were both Libras, and she would have to read it to me, of course, because I'm four and I couldn't <laughs> read and then I would sit there and I would like talk to my angels and everybody. At, right. Like I probably did this younger than four, but right. New Year's Eve, I would sit up all night and just talk to them and plan out my whole year based on what I read. 
<laughs> fantastic. And it's fantastic because look, you're co-creating right yes, there. I you was. Yeah. You weren't looking at like, okay, this is set in stone. Right. You know, and it's like, okay, this is what I have to work with. This is the potential. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. I just, you know, I think it was interesting that I was obsessed with mythology as a child too. So, I mean, all of these things are synchronistic. It's funny, but I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I love this. Go ahead, Cheryl. I know I'm hogging this right now because it's well, no, my favorite subject. I was, the, I was the same as you, Kelly, with that. You know, my mom would get, you know, a horoscope books, you know, and the, the Omar you were mentioning. I mean, every year we had our own zodiac sign, you know, our own horoscope sign. We read, you know, who are you favorable with? You know, what's your monthly calendar? I mean, even oh, yeah. today I still am fascinated uh, by what you do, but um how do people reach you? Let me just, because I know people right now are thinking, how are we going to get a hold of Lori St. Clair? Do they go to your website, lorisaintclair.com? Yeah, they can go to my, um, to my website, lorisaintclair.com. It's S T C L A R E. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can reach me through there. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can reach me through there. I'm on Instagram, Lori St. Clair. Um, yeah. Well, and well, before I ask you my next question, which is going to be, um, how do you do readings for people? Like what information do you need from them when you do a reading? And then, you know, is it by Zoom and phone? But before I get there, let me just tell everyone how great Lori St. Clair is with her astrology and her gifts, because she on Facebook page, it's Lori St. Clair on Facebook, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she does videos every month. Uh, she does new moon videos and do you do full moon videos? I do full also? moon. Yeah. And then and she, there's Mercury retrogrades. Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. Mercury retrogrades. Anytime there's news out there, Lori is doing a video on it, you know, so you can read it or you can watch the video, but it's really helpful for me because it's almost like you're helping me prepare for what's coming or what's out for, or, you know, Hey, if I'm not, if I'm feeling low, this might be because of why, or if I'm sleeping a lot, or if, if, if the energy's you know, high, you know, it just helps me as a person navigate, right. Until kind of navigate through it or to enjoy it too because I know there's a lot of great things happening as well, but that's Absolutely. right. Your, your, your videos are very supportive. You know? I frequently send my clients that are um, business clients looking for an astrologer to you too, because it is a great tool and yeah. believe it or not, a lot of businesses and CEOs and all of that love to get their chart done for the company mm. and for the absolutely you know I mean? it's very themselves absolutely it's very important and i'm glad you brought that thank you cheryl so much i really yeah. appreciate that and it makes me that just makes me so happy to hear you know because that's what i want to be contributing to is to inspiring people and you know uplifting them and reminding everybody we're all in this together you know we're all trying to do the best we can and Kelly, it's so true. Like you can use, there's so many ways that um, astrology can enhance people's lives. Like there's specialties, like I do evolutionary astrology, um, but also, you know, I do a, a bit of medical astrology in like for helping people to choose surgery times. That's really important. That's really important. Like, 
you know, there's no perfect day, but there are certainly times where you can, exactly. And who doesn't want to try to get the best time for that? You know, people that had LASIK, stuff like that, um, business, you know, there's all sorts of ways that you can use it, planning things. Um, so thanks for bringing that up, Kelly. Yeah, I, I mean, anytime, because I do a lot of business readings myself. Yeah. But mine are just intuitive readings, right? Right. Um, so, you know, when they're looking for details or dates or things like that, I'm like, you need to talk to Lori. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, it's true. I know I get a lot of people from you and I'm just like, oh, yay. You know, it's always so good, the connection and to everybody to support everybody, especially yes. now. And that is really in the stars right now is about everything that's coming up and out and people feeling so frustrated, but recognizing everybody's human. So I have a name for your new show. It's called It's in the Stars. Ah, Ooh, thank you. I love it. Thank I you. Too. You're right. going to start a show? Apparently. Well, <laughs> Cheryl's, Cheryl's doing a reading for me right now. It is funny because I will tell you, my my mentor came through in, in, a, in a mediumship practice just um, on Monday, and she was so excited that I was going to be on your show. I just want to tell you guys. Oh, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, so Lori, um, I know we, we're going to go to break in, in five minutes or so. We still have a good amount of time, but please tell people like um, when they how so we're, they're going to reach you on your website. Uh -huh. What do you need from them? Oh, right. Sorry, what? Cheryl. No, no, it's good. I was going to remind yeah. you, like, what, what do you need from them? What do they need okay. to gather for so you? Yeah. If somebody's coming for a reading, I'll need their date of birth, the time of birth, and their place where they were born. And it's important to have all of those things. And sometimes people don't have the time. I get that, but it's really good. You know, it's, it's not impossible to do a reading without the birth time, but it makes it a lot more accurate. And especially for going forward in time for, it's like coordinates. Like if you're taking a plane, you know, getting on a plane, you punch in the coordinates and you're gonna go to your destination. And the more accurate they are, the more accurate, you know, you're going to land in that, that place. So, um, and sometimes people don't have the birth time on their um, certificate. Wow. It, now it depends where you're born, but you should, if you're in the United States, try and contact um, the, you know, the county records and ask for the long form. Mm. Have the short form. And, um, and so you can do that and you could just call up, maybe you'll get lucky and say, oh, I'm doing it for genealogy. Um, but also people might leave the birth time in a, um, in a Bible, family Bible, something like that. So that is, that it? Yeah. That, yeah. That's crazy. And so you're doing readings on the phone right now and on Zoom. Um, yep. That's how you're doing your readings. And and as Kelly mentioned, because um, she got her family read, you do family readings and individual readings. I mean, you. Yeah, it, de it depends. Like, I, you know, I do um, I do readings, especially for, you know, parents with their children. Oh, I love Usually, it. you know, if they're under 18, some people come to me and they want me to read their son who's 30. And I'm like, he's an adult. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> um, and so, and if somebody does want me to read for somebody else, I'll ask for, you know, do you have their permission? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's really important. Exactly. Uh, yes. But doing readings for, um, you know, uh, couples, 
is really helpful because you can um, see, you know, this this person, um, their Mercury, which is how they communicate. It's in this sign, which might not be the way you communicate. And, you know, and you you just get some um, insight into being able to communicate in a better way instead of thinking, well, they just don't get me, you know. Yeah. If anything, you're learning more about them Absolutely. as far as their mannerisms or their personality or their likes and dislikes or why they favor something over another and and the same for you. And uh, that's or, you know, even seasonally. Right. Some people like winter better, better than summer or something. It's yeah. probably in the in the charts, too. Absolutely. I'm pretty yeah. sure my husband and I, our charts are perfect for each other. I'm not oh. sure of it. I think so too, because I know Paul and you guys are great. I love it. And, and even though it's funny though, because even I'll see charts of people that you think wouldn't go together, but it's also, again, the consciousness you bring to it. And, you know, if, you know, if you're able to be on the same page and not in expectation of perfection. So I would say, most important relationship is with yourself. And then you go from there. Oh, that's yes. so, so lovely too, because uh, if we can be a better person, not for other people, but just to ourselves too, I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves. you know, why, why are we so afraid of this or that? And, and it's like, it's in the stars that maybe, you know, something happened or, you know, what, whatever, I don't know, some habit or some fear or some, Absolutely. Alone, maybe you, I I mean, you read so much into this, Lori. I mean, it's really amazing to have a reading with you because it's, 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 it's not only a mediumship reading and an astrology reading, but it's really like, um, and a human evolutionary, it's like where you came from and where you're going. It's amazing, right? right? It's your soul. It's your evolving soul, you know? Oh, thank you. And I, I'm really happy to hear that. It's funny. One time I had a woman and she, we were done with the reading. And she goes, you could have saved me 12 years of therapy, <laughs> and, you know? And I just laughed and I thought, you know, maybe this was just the final thing she needed, but it was great to hear. Uh, when I had my reading with you, it was about three years ago, yeah. maybe four years ago. Yeah. You know, is the evolutionary, is that new or were you doing this back then? I can't remember. Oh, I've been doing it quite a long time. time. So that's what we had done, right? Yeah. Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to have to get another one. Yeah. That'd be great. I love connecting with you guys. I I miss Yeah. So we have a couple minutes till break and I just want to tell everybody if you would like, you know, um, for Lori to, you know, look at your chart, please email us your, uh, date of birth and time of birth. And I don't know that she'll be able to get to everybody, but she could definitely, you know, tap into a couple. And I know we have two already that have sent it in. So just uh, letting everybody out there know on Facebook or out on the radio, that's what we should do. And it's, yeah, check that out and send it to us in an email so that we don't post your private stuff everywhere. Oh, and also don't forget to add where you were born, like, what state or what continent? City. City, city. There we go. Thank you. Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Anything else I, I forgot? No, I think I think that's it, Cheryl. 
Okay. Guys, uh, well, I think we have it all. The more that they, the more you can give Lori and send in your questions, the more we can answer your questions. So Lori's going to get to work now and do a couple of readings for us on the next um, half hour of the show. Guys, we're getting ready to go to break. You're with Seeing Beyond Living Transformed, and you're with Lori St. Clair, Master Evolutionary Astrologist. We're so glad that you're with us today, and we'll be right back after this message break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seeing Beyond Living Transformed is a spiritual crossing of the threshold to the world of being a truly expanded human being. Join medium Cheryl and Kelly for conversations about discovering deep spirituality, developing your intuitive and empathic skills, and personal mediumship. Each episode will focus on tips, tools, and techniques to help you understand and expand your own inner gifts and life journey. You can call in each week to receive spiritual guidance, personal readings, and we'll answer your questions. We'll talk with luminary experts on meditations, the afterlife, energy healing, past lives, and much more. Join our Seeing Beyond spiritual community to learn more about expanding your mind, body, and soul, and have fun on your journey to empowered transformation. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Seeing Beyond, Living Transformed with Kelly and Cheryl. If you have questions for the hosts or guests, you can join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now let's get back to the show. Here again are Cheryl and Kelly. Welcome back, everybody. We are here today with Lori St. Clair. And she is talking about evolutionary astrology, which is a big mouthful to say. (laughs) And we're very excited. She's going to do a couple, uh, I guess, quick little readings that she can. It's kind of difficult to do on the radio. But she's going to do a couple that we we gave her information for. And you guys can kind of see how it works. And if you're listening in and it's you that she's reading for, please comment on Facebook if you're on Facebook or YouTube. And... uh, we will get the comments sent to us here, so we'll see those. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to hand this over to you, Lori. Okay, so uh, right now I'm looking at Monica's chart, 
And I just want to say, um, first of all, wow, it's this is a great um, example of a chart to do um, because one of the things in astrology is you have all the elements, you know, fire, earth, air, and water. Monica is a fiery girl. Like if she had a theme song, it would be this girl is on fire. Um, She's a Sagittarius and she's got a lot of planets in Sagittarius and that includes her North node. So in a way it can be a little bit easier for her to get to um, her spiritual path and to really get into it and um, be able to focus on it. Now, uh, at the same time, her North Node, it's in Sagittarius, but it's also in the house that's ruled by Sagittarius. And so I would look at this and talk to her about um, really looking, this life is really, I mean, you know, cliche, a spiritual journey. And to allow herself to look at and ponder her place in the world and her and develop her own philosophy, um, regardless of what anybody else is telling her, because she can have a tendency with Gemini South Node, particular to her, to kind of fit in with other people. Um, a Gemini South Node can tend to um, kind of it, it can fit in anywhere. You know, everybody, whatever your South Node is. You have benefits that you bring in. You're really good at things, but there can also be ruts. Now, a Gemini South Node can be someone that's um, master, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. And so being able to focus and um, not kind of get lost in other people mm-hmm. and uh, because the Gemini South Node you can really kind of be a mimic. They're great mimics, just by the way, and usually very funny. But because there's a mutability, they can be so adaptable to the environment that they can lose themselves. Mm -hmm. And as well, I feel, um, I've found that very possibly, and this is common, you know, that um, in a previous life, she could have passed younger And so this life is about really having the time to grow up, quote unquote. You know, if you die young, you're not really thinking much about philosophy or the meaning of life or how you fit in the world. And so there's that for her being able to focus on um, spiritual aspects or um, even foreign culture. Things like that are very important to her. Now, the thing back to the elements is that um, she doesn't have any planets in earth signs. So it's really important for her to bring that in her life in like getting outside in nature, actually literally getting in the dirt, getting massages, you know, getting into your body. And it could be dancing, working out. You know, I like getting massages <laughs> over working out. Yeah. Um, but you also might, she might also have to watch out about um, eating because that can be a way of grounding. 
you know, and she is very sensitive to her environment. She's got Pisces rising. So again, it's a mutable sign. So that grounding is really important. Um, hematite uh, is a good a stone for her. You know, crystals would be good as well. And one thing I do want to mention, one thing, 100 things, is as you know, when I get started, oh, I um, is that in... Uh, evolutionary astrology, we have something that is called a skip step, which I believe Jeffrey Green coined that term. And it means there's some kind of unfinished business or some way that we might have shot ourselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. And in for, for Monica, it's really kind of about betting big on herself mm-hmm. and ta- being able to take that risk with her intuition. So I just, I want to mention that and just say thank you, Monica, for giving us your time and um, being able to let us have an, you know, look at your, your life and your path here. And Monica, I know you're listening. Please send an email. Let us know how that resonated so I could let uh, Lori know. Thank you. And and Monica, this was just a tip of the iceberg in this reading. I I know Lori would have elaborated, but it was such a beautiful reading and your reading really helped her or hopefully is helping her understand that that grounding and going out and taking a hike is going to help bring balance to her life. Right. Definitely. And bring balance. uh, Maybe. Yeah. It's funny because I find usually people that are missing an element will, um, and that's not a bad thing is will be attracted to people that have that element. Um, And so she probably has people around her that will be um, like Cheryl. I was going to say, Monica, hanging out with the show. Right, exactly. You know, so anybody who's got, you know, Taurus, Capricorn, Virgo. And so that would be really helpful to her, Um, you know, usually, um, individual basis. So, um, and when I talk about past lives, I just want to clarify that it doesn't mean this was every past life you've ever had. I the the nodes indicate kind of like what in this life you want to focus on from other past lives. So it's kind of like a theme, like you know when you go to college and you you know you focus on a particular um, subject, mm-hmm. and so it's like that with the past lives. So. It's not just, you know, it's just very specific. It's not all of them. Okay. So um, how about Denise? Yes. Do you have that um, info, right? I do. I have it up right now. Now um, I'm just looking to see what's going on with Denise a lot. Um, You know, there's no accident. Let me just take a moment here. Um, it's just like, okay, so um, if I was with Denise, I'd probably be giving her a nice good hug right now um, because I know, um, first of all, we'll talk, okay, she's a cancer. Um, as we know, cancer's very sensitive, ruled by the moon. When, you're, when your sun sign is in the sign of cancer, it's really important to follow the moon because the moon rules um, the sign of cancer. So it'll be very significant for her to, you know, when the moon is full, when the moon is um, new, and and for her to allow herself to go with that. Because, you know, I'm sure she's very intuitive, very, um, uh, 
just sensitive to her environment. Uh, people will say, quote unquote, moody. And it's just, you know, it's, you know, she's a barometer of, of you know, the emotional weather around her. Now, her north node is also in Cancer. So she's got a little lineup of the north node, which is where she's going, you know, chose to kind of come into in this lifetime um, in Cancer. So that's helpful as well. It's funny because we have both those charts have that. And um, Mercury is as well there and then her sun. So it's the north node, Mercury and the sun, and they're all really close within three degrees. Mm. Um, so coming in that way, she's got the south node in Capricorn. And whenever I see the south node in Capricorn, it can really indicate um, I know she's a girl, woman, that can, it's like the MacGyver um, south node because Capricorn south node is someone that really had to make do with, um, a, you know, less than other people had. They're very good at taking charge. They're very good at assessing situations because they've been in dire situations. They've had to, you know, get by, um, you know, like I said, like the, my, the MacGyver thing of, okay, we've got this, we don't have time to cry over, you know, spilt milk, but that makes her the benefit really good in a crisis mm -hmm. she can take charge. She can jump in, but that can be to her detriment because this lifetime, it's about being able to receive nurturing, being able to receive you know, emotional support and to really get more into that yin energy instead of more of that yang patriarch mm -hmm. energy of, you know, having to be the provider, having to be the boss, having to, um, you know, be the person that provides the structure and the leadership. Not saying that she doesn't, you know, get to do any of that, but she needs to be mindful of whether that's her fallback and that she doesn't allow other people to give to her or other people to um, take the lead and let her be able to kind of take a back seat. Mm -hmm. um, that can be kind of hard because she could be used to really doing things on her own. Mm -hmm. And so for her, allowing someone to give can be a lot more scary than usual. Mm. Um, but having family, having a sense of connection, um, belonging. And family doesn't have to be having kids. It can just be whatever she considers family. And that's an important thing and something that she feels like she can put her energy in to nurture and to, to feel like she has that bond with others. Um, as well, I'm going to mention um, that, let me see where this is happening. Um, right now, Denise is, well, she's going through, um, I know big changes either in career, either in maybe moving in, um, you know, possibly could have recently had a death, um, but really life changing, um, things that have been happening for her over the last several years where like, she's really in a big transition period. Um, and you know, that can be for her coming into her power, coming into um, 
really examining her life and where she wants to go. Um, so at the same time, um, that's Pluto has just gone over her midheaven in her 10th house, transiting Neptune in the sky because we have our birth chart. Right. That's like our program. But then we have all the planets in the sky that talk to our planets. It's like musical notes. And when they come together, some, some are harmonious, some are discordant, but you put them all together and you get your crazy unique melody. That's your custom, you know, your custom composition, you know, we all, we all have a song, right? Exactly. (laughs) And I love that you mentioned that, um, Cheryl. And yeah, it's so important that People, I think one of the things that frighten people about um, astrology is they think they're going to be pigeonholed, you know, and it's like, no, everybody has a very unique, you know, signature. And that's why the time and the date and the place is important. Anyways, so Denise, not a cliffhanger, going to get back to you. Um, And it's funny that I did that because it's actually a Neptune transit and Neptune can be very much... Um, Neptune is the god of the ocean, so it can feel like things are not quite clear. Um, there can be disillusionment, disenchantment. But what Neptune brings when it's in a, a not easy aspect, dynamic, I like to call it, um, can be divine discontent. Mm. And so it makes you look at, God, I'm, I'm not happy with this. Mm-hmm. And so you have to move beyond that and go, okay, then what kind of new dream do I need? What kind of, what do I need to let go of that I was fantasizing about or I was dreaming in my life to now bring in something that really resonates with who I am right now? And for her, this is happening um, to affects her Venus, which is her own self-worth, her own self-satisfaction, um, being a woman, femininity, the way that she communicates that. Um, and also with, it could be with work and what she's doing in that way, her talent towards earning and maybe looking at if she does want to make changes again in work, in relationships. There's a lot going on for her in in subtle ways and not so subtle ways, but to give herself the time, because especially when Neptune is present, um, you can feel confused. You can feel um, like I'm just not clear about that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's totally, that's what's going on is things are dissolving and they're reforming. And that's what, um, you know, Neptune does is it just, brings in just kind of like, well, this is not quite clear, but give it time. And to pay attention to her dreams in particular, she could be getting a lot through her dreams and for her to really intend before she goes to sleep, if she has anything that she's working on and she can be um, particularly more psychic at this time. And, um, but as well, more absorbent to, um, what, you know, outside energy. So for her to take time by herself um, and music would be fantastic use um, for this as well. 
Um, let me just see anything else off the top. Love it. Of my- I love it how you uh, were helping her understand self-care. Like, you know, it's important to take mm-hmm. time out for yourself, right? Because yeah. you're, you're reading the stars, but you're also helping her create, you know, the life that she wants to dream of, you know, you're helping her saying, dream on Denise, cause you got this, you know, and right. feel, she feels very much like an alchemist. Cause she was in survival mode, you know, growing up that MacGyver thing you're talking about, like, she's like, you said, it served her, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Always yeah. does. It always yeah. serves us. So, so now when you're, when you're finishing with Denise now can, I, I didn't mean to take the last part of it, but what, you told her to take time out for herself and now. Um, but, you know, I know that's good advice for yeah. everybody, especially yeah. now. But in right. particular, like I said, to yeah. look at these particular planets, because sometimes, you know, Neptune, like it makes you feel unclear and it can make you feel like things are nebulous. And so it can create kind of an anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I would tell her, no, no, no this is important. This is part of your growth period to have this time for yourself and to not know because, you know, people come to read to readings, as you know, for answers, for clarity. And sometimes it's just getting the validation that it's like, no, you're just in process and it's totally okay for you to not have the answers because you're, you're in the middle of becoming something different. You're, you're in that phase of releasing and letting go and probably needing to grieve, you know, the old life. So you make room for the new life. That's great. That's great. I love that you just went in. That was a really good one. Thank you. So Denise and Monica, we're hoping that you can comment by Monica said, thank you very much. And um, if Denise, if you want to send an email or a comment on Facebook, we'll get either one. You're and welcome, Monica. I don't think we have time for any more. There's so many, but I do have a couple questions right. I wanted to ask that some people asked in um, okay. their, their emails. So uh, one person asked, do twins have the same charts? Ah, uh, twins. Um it's interesting because, yeah. yeah, twins are never born at the, well, okay, I actually have twin brothers, um, and they're four minutes apart, uh, and I will tell you, left-handed, right-handed, glasses, no glasses, like, it's hilarious how different they are, <laughs> but, you know, twins share such a bond, and I and I have twin clients, it's funny, um, and the thing is, is there are so many um, similarities, but again, it's the consciousness that is brought to it. And just those few minutes, you know, can can make a big difference. It's it's amazing. Uh, so that is it's a great question because it really does. And even there'll be people born on the same time in the same place in the same hospital you know, but then their environment, it makes a difference as well. And their past lives. Yes, exactly. And the other question that people were asking was, what if you don't know what time you passed? I mean, I mean, no, what time you were born? Sorry. (laughs) Passed from the spirit world to the earth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, exactly. You've transitioned here. (laughs) You know what? That's why I was saying is it's, you know, to request to get your birth certificate 
and mm-hmm. and you do ask for um, the long form, and um, and if you can, you know, if you get it and it still doesn't have it, um, often there will be will there will have been talk in your family. You know, was it in the morning? Did your mom rush to the hospital in the middle of the night? You know, that kind of thing. And I know because I do have clients. They're like, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. But um, there's a specialty called uh, there's a technique called rectification. I don't do it. I don't have enough Virgo in my chart to do it. And um, but pe- other astrologers do. And I, and I do. If a person has enough um, life uh, experiences, you can work backwards and you can find um, and especially people that specialize in this. You can really get a really close to what time they're born. Um, I do know someone that, you know, went to a medium and asked their mom for the time and spirit. That's a technique as well. So you can ask, you know, your mediums, your fellow mediums, in case you want to get it from someone in spirit. I like that very much. Um, Those are great answers. And we have, guys, we have just a couple of minutes left for the show today. Uh, Let's just think. I mean, we're not finished yet. We want to say Lori St. Clair. People can reach you through your website, lauriestclair.com. Yep. They can watch you on your Facebook page. I think when is the perfect time to get a reading? When is it any time of year? Is it when you feeling anxiety, when you feel drawn to it? Like I, it's when you feel drawn to it. It's really uh, funny because even sometimes I've had things where somebody wants to get a reading with me and then things come up in my life. And, you know, and, and I can't get to them, but I have found always I get to them and there is something happening, right? I mean, even on that day, that is so significant that we need to talk about. It's amazing. And I think it's also, you know, I really set the intention when I do readings that the person is going to get exactly what they need. So if they're feeling it, that's the time. That's perfect. And everyone, I mean, I just encourage you to experience a reading with Lori St. Clair, definitely different from any other astrology reading I've ever had. And she does record it and, uh, or she'll help you get it recorded so you can remember it's so much information you do record. Um, Lori, it's been such a pleasure having you on our show today. Uh, You have helped so many people and you've made it understandable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Understandable. And, 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 And thank you for making it inspirational. And thank you for making it, you know, an exciting uh, process of getting to know our own soul and our own spirit. So thank you for that uh, knowledge and education. I so appreciate you guys having me on. It's always so good to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We love this show. Thank you. And it was fun. And I loved learning everything from you. So I appreciate that. And you do need to start teaching. I do. I already have your first student. <laughs> I do. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So everyone, thank you for joining our show today. You're you've been watching Seeing Beyond Living Transformed with myself and medium Kelly Eckhart, uh, which both of Kelly and I will be doing a demonstration tomorrow night. Uh, please sign up for our newsletters, uh, mediumkelly.com and mediumcheryl.com. Sign up for our newsletters and we'll always keep you informed of our upcoming events and what we're up to these days. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you everyone on Facebook and YouTube. We love you all so much. We'll be back next Wednesday, same time, same channel. Have a wonderful day. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's show. 
We hope you'll join us again on the journey to seeing beyond next week. Until then, have fun on your journey of empowered transformation. Transformation.